How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer, and welcome back to the daily news updates for Monday, December the 20th. Hello, my friends. I hope you're extraordinarily well. And before we get into the news, I just wanted to make note that the next two weeks are probably going to be pretty short on news. A lot of companies take time off and don't do a lot of marketing material at the end of the year. And so because of this, I'm going to do the news shows this week, and I'm going to take next week off for Christmas and New Year. And so what we did last year, I think to great success, is we did an audio Q&A on this show. And so what would be really, really great is if you could send me like a 15 to 30 second audio clip where you just ask me a question or leave a comment. And depending on how many I get, I'll be able to throw them up on the show here next week. And then we'll return with the news in the new year. Okay, I'll reiterate this on Discord and you can get the details about how to submit your audio clip there or on my Twitter. Let's get into the news now. The first thing I want to mention is the fact that the Hugo Awards, for the first time ever, have a winner for the best video game of the year. So if you don't know, the Hugo Awards are an annual literary award for books and novellas, and it's an award show that is dedicated to sci-fi and fantasy. And this year they created this category as like a one-off thing because of the pandemic, and a lot of people became gamers for the first time, and it was just a way of recognizing that and reflecting... Uh, the real-world situation. And so the nominees were The Last of Us Part Two, Spiritfarer, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Blaseball, which I was really glad that that got a nomination. That's a, a fantasy baseball simulator. Uh, and then the ultimate winner of the category, Hades. So that was really cool. I think any one of those games could have deserved the win. And I'm glad it was Hades, because I selfishly really love that game. And I'm also glad the Hugos did this, you know? They said that they're considering making it a permanent category, and I hope they do, because I feel like we lack a lot of really notable game awards with a lot of history, and the Hugos already are such a huge thing in that community that it would just kind of automatically become an important one. So, anyway, happy to see it. Shout out to Supergiant. Okay, you might remember the video game Back for Blood, which is the Left 4 Dead spiritual successor by the original developers of Left 4 Dead, Turtle Rock Studios. And the game has gotten a pretty major update, which is the fact that it now has a single-player campaign. So one of the major criticisms of this game when it first came out was the fact that if you wanted to play alone or solo, you couldn't really play it to its max capacity. You were quite limited with what you could do. And so they've rectified that issue. You can now progress as normal as if you were playing with somebody else, except you're playing all on your own. So if you were waiting for something like that, then now you can jump into the game. And they're also running a bunch of holiday stuff right now as well, like many live ops games. I've heard a lot of praise for the game. If you're looking for a good zombie shooter or if you liked Left 4 Dead, then it's worth checking out as far as I know. And it's also good news for the development studio because they just got acquired by Tencent, the Chinese conglomerate, which has their fingers in all corners of the gaming industry. So they had a hit release on their hands and they were rewarded with a buyout. Hopefully it just enables them to do even more. Hey, I just wanted to give you a heads up that the PC port for Final Fantasy VII Remake, which just released last Friday, has not been received well at all, specifically for its technical limitations. In fact, Digital Foundry, which is an outlet that gets really, really deep into the technical specs of various video games and consoles, etc., they've really gone on the offense of saying this really did not come out in an acceptable way. So if you were thinking of buying it, or maybe you already bought it, It might be worth reconsidering. I don't know if you can refund on the Epic Game Store, but I just wanted to give you the warning there because the PC release is actually a really big deal. 
I mean, having a game escape a single ecosystem is always a big thing, but especially for something like this. And to not have it be at a good quality is kind of sucky. Okay, and the last thing that I'll mention here is that if you are a PC gamer, then you should head over to the Epic Game Store because they are giving away a free game every single day for 15 days. Now, we're already a few days in, so I'm a little late on this announcement, but they've already given away Shenmue 3, Neon Abyss, Remnant from the Ashes, and The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. So it's a 24-hour giveaway every day for 15 days, like I said. Feel free to just check in on that on your own. And, you know, keep your eye on, like, subreddits, like, free game findings and stuff like that. I think there might be some Twitter accounts that keeps track of that kind of thing. Especially around Christmas, it starts to get very uh, common that you'll see uh, free game giveaways. So, anyway, there you go. Folks, that's all the news from this weekend. I hope you have a tremendous day, and I'll check in with you tomorrow, as always. So until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, folks. Uh, I hope you've been well. I know I haven't had a lot of after shows within the last week. I don't know. I haven't been feeling the greatest. And as you know, I've got to be a lot more real on the after show. I have to, like, talk about my life. I mean, I guess I don't have to. But the cadence and the behavior of, of me on this show is very different than the news show. And so it feels a little inauthentic if I come on here and I'm not feeling good and I have to, like, put on a face. I don't know. So anyway, I'm here now. I had a good day. Christmas is coming up, eh? It's it's rapidly approaching, which means uh, a lot of a lot of stuff to do because we're leaving soon. You know that as well. <laughs> February fifteenth is the end of our lease. I thought it was going to be at the end end of March, but it ended up being in the middle of February. So you know January is going to be a real pick up pick up and move everything, and I have to order like five hundred dollars worth of stuff in preparation for our travels. Probably even more than that. And that's on top of, like, the laptop and the e-reader that I, you know, I've already ordered a bunch of stuff. So life is a little stressful, but we're going to get there, you know? We're going to get there, no problem. We're very excited. Right now, the, the other push is finding a place to go, because there are Airbnbs within our budget, and there are things on, like, Facebook Marketplace within our budget. We were going to do the house-sitting, but then that ended up not work going through, because nobody wanted to take us. We didn't have any reviews, so we're going to, we're going to, go a little long-term on that one and, and try and build up our reviews over time on that. Do some worse house-sitting stays in order to be in contention for the longer ones. So anyway, we got to start with a with an Airbnb or something. And the problem most of the time is that I don't have an appropriate place to sit and work. All the Airbnbs are either like extremely small, right? Which isn't ideal. It's like a room or a studio apartment, which can be fine if the furnishing is okay. But more importantly, even if it is big, they don't have a desk with a good chair. Honestly, even a dining table with like a comfortable dining room chair, I could deal. You know, I only work part-time. I can sit in that chair for four hours. It's totally fine. doesn't have to be like a top-grade computer chair. But there's so many chairs that I'm seeing and like tiny desks where I have no idea how anybody could sit in it for like 20 minutes, let alone the bulk of your day. So that's been that's been the main issue at this point. But we'll find something. I'm not too worried. In the meantime, I've just been spending a lot of uh a lot of time watching the Spider-Man movies. I don't know if I talked about that last time on the after show. I watched all of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans and then I watched both of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans for the first time. I think okay, this is what I've been telling people. 
I think the Andrew Garfield films are better movies, but I like the Tobey Maguire films better, if that makes sense. Because those those ones are from my childhood, so much nostalgia with them, but I also had a lot of criticisms about it, you know, watching it as an adult. So anyway, all of that in prep for watching the new Spider-Man movie out in theaters, and uh, playing on the iPad as well. It's been wild having an iPad, because now I can stay upstairs in the living room all day, and just hang out and watch TV and go on the iPad or, or the laptop that I just bought, either one of them. And then I, you know, I came down to the office today to do the Observer and I was like, oh, this is the first time I've been in my office all day. And that, I, that's literally never happened since I've moved here because my only source of, of being online was my tiny phone or my computer downstairs. So yeah, it's really nice having all that stuff. I've been playing Legends of Runeterra. You might remember I got hardcore into that game uh, a couple of times. And now that I have it on an iPad, oh baby. I'm in for another another binge of that game. I'm very excited. Well, anyway, I hope you're well. I hope you're doing okay. Hope you're excited for Christmas if you celebrate, or just the general festivities. You know, I, I'm someone who doesn't particularly care about Christmas. I think there's a lot of people who have the Christmas spirit and all that kind of thing, but I, I never grew up with any tradition. My parents split when I was very young, and the, you know the extent of, of tradition was just going to somebody somebody's house for dinner. And so, you know... If Christmas didn't happen, I'd be like, whatever, who cares? And in spite of that, I do, you know, go around and I see all the Christmas lights and the music that plays and the movies and everything. There's something about it that I I resonate with. Anyway, my friends, thank you for being here and let's check in tomorrow. Ciao.